0: And so as we uh, take the video introduction for Reverend Eastwood, at the end of it, let's let's just show our appreciation to a man of God. a, A man of God who has dedicated himself in this season of his life to releasing himself to the apostolic grace that's upon his life so that he can serve the body of Christ across the world. His uh, traveling itinerary is, 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 is horrendous uh, to the human body, but he does it all the same for the sake of the body of Christ. Um, Amen. let's receive the video tribute and then let's rise to our feet and welcome Reverend Eastwood Anaba.
2: Reverend Eastwood Anaba is an anointed speaker and a forthright preacher of the word. He is a mentor and father
1: to those whom God has placed under his care. His ministry centers on the Holy Ghost, righteousness, discipline and order in the body of Christ. He is the author of over 40 books, including his bestsellers, God's End Time Militia, The Quest for Supremacy, and The Love Revolution. We are privileged to have him here with us today. Please rise and give a warm welcome to Reverend Eastwood Anaba.
2: Praise the Lord, lift up your hands to Jesus and thank him this morning, bless his name, give him the glory. Father in Jesus name we thank you for your faithfulness, we ask that you give us wisdom and understanding, lead us into the overflow, let your name be glorified, in Jesus name, Amen. You may be seated and God bless. Thank you, choir. Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be here this morning? What an awesome service. Uh, I was just sitting there, just soaking in everything. And I was telling Pastor Gu, I have to come and learn the order of service here. Because you look at the various things that take place in the service, and it's so enriching, it's so empowering. We thank God for Pastor Gu's life and his wife and the entire ministry amen you know sometimes you can think it is easy to do things like this until you borrow some wisdom from Nicodemus that no man can do these things except God be with him but it is impossible to do this except God be with you and we thank God for a man. Who has the evidence of god being with him today i'm going to do a very quick work and see if i can execute this thing as quickly as possible fortunately i have the second service to continue so it will be quite easy Um, i'm going to be speaking about wisdom from an unclean spirit wisdom from a demon or unclean spirit and um in Jesus' ministering to people, he taught us many things. You read the Bible, you find out that sometimes if... You, well, let me say it this way, that you cannot have overflow without wisdom. The Bible said by knowledge and by understanding and wisdom of, and all of them, a house is built and then it is filled with all the pre- precious and pleasant things. Now, if you must have overflow, you must have wisdom. Solomon gave us the impression that you can learn wisdom from even an ant. He said, go to the ant, thou sluggard; consider his ways, and learn. And then Jesus, also walking the face of the earth, said we can learn from even a dove or a serpent. He said, be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. And he also thought that you could learn wisdom sometimes from the world. When he said that, and the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely. And he said the children of this world are in their own generation wiser than the children of light. So wisdom is very important. I, I normally don't speak wisdom because that is not my field of speciali- specialization until I saw this demon in the Bible with a lot of wisdom. That wisdom the demon had, many Christians don't have. And we can find that demon in Luke chapter 11 and the verse number 24. When the Bible said that when the unclean spirit is gone out of the man, he walks through the dry places. Give me King James, please. He walked through the dry places seeking rest And finding none, he said, I will return to my house whence I came out. Verse 25 says, and when he comes and finds the place swept and garnished, verse 26, then goeth he and taketh unto him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there, and the last state of the man is worse than the first. Now, this is a very long story, so it's in a book, The Unclean Spirit with Purpose. I want to jump everything i've said in this book and just go to about the last but one chapter i pick a page and then i go to the last chapter and pick a page and then we are done i'm picking a page for this service and i pick one page or two pages for the next service and we are done the rest of it i understand this church you like reading so you will read is that okay? If I even preach everything, you will not get the book. But if I jump all of it like I've done. You know, when we're in, when we're in school, if they wanted you to buy the pamphlet of the lecturer, he, he just gives you one or two things, and he tells you the rest are in my notes. And then you have to go and get it. But it's just for the sake of time. It's just for the sake of time. Now, the wisdom of this demon, look at it. The demon was in his house, or the demon had inhabited somebody for years. And then somebody who was stronger than the demon, an anointed person, cast out the demon. And the demon goes through, walks through the dry places. He goes here, he says it's dry, goes here, he says it's dry, goes here, he says it's dry. He's looking for rest. This demon has taste. He's doing window shopping all over the place. And then he goes here and says it's not good. Checks here says it's not good. Checks here and says it's not good. Then he said, I will go back to my house. From whence I was cast out. And he came and found the place was swept and garnished. Swept means all the dust has been brushed off. Garnished means the place is adorned. The place is enriched. The place is decorated. The place is equipped. The place has an overflow. Any natural person who is greedy will occupy this place alone. But the demon said, if I stay here alone, somebody will come and cast me out again. So what I'm going to do is, I'm going to look for seven demons who are more wicked than myself. And we will come in and dwell in this man. And the Bible said they came and dwelt in the man. And the last date of this man was worse than the beginning. Ladies and gentlemen, in our pursuit of God, in our expectation of um, overflow, one of the things we have to watch is a greedy, envious, selfish spirit. That wisdom that, is, that strives. And you go to many of our families and ministries, churches, businesses, families, And we cannot grow, we cannot get the the overflow because people are so selfish. We have some kind of wisdom that is prone to being selfish, greedy, and keep things just for ourselves instead of sharing. James said something in James chapter 3, James chapter 3 and the verse number 14. He he said that, James chapter 3 and the verse number, number 14. He said, but if you are bitter envying, and strife in your hearts. Glory not, and lie not against the the truth. He said, for this kind of wisdom descendeth not from above, but it is earthly, it is sensual, and it is devilish. Because wherever there is strife, wherever there is envying, he said there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that comes from above He said something about that wisdom. He said that wisdom is first pure, then it is peaceable, then it is gentle, and then it is easy to be entreated. Then he said that this kind of wisdom, it bears good fruits. It is full of mercy, and it has no partiality. It has no hypocrisy in it. Then he ends up, and then he said that, When you sow the seeds of righteousness, it is sown by people who make peace. Now, what he's talking about is that in many of our circles, there is a lot of selfishness and greed. People want things for themselves. So as we speak about overflow, everybody wants the overflow for himself. But overflow is only meaningful when you share. And as many as were possessors of lands and houses, sold what they had, laid it at their apostles' feet, and distribution was made to every man according as he had need. But let's go back to Luke chapter 11 and the verse number 26. This demon then goeth he and taketh unto him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they came in and stayed in the man. And the Bible said the latter state of the man was worse. He goes to take seven spirits, more wicked. That means demons know how to dwell together. Sometimes two good singers cannot stay in one choir. Two powerful prayer warriors cannot stay in one church. In fact, a very powerful prayer warrior cannot stay in a pastor, in a church of a pastor who is a teacher. He will break away and start his own church. You go to a denomination, it cannot carry 10 powerful men who are operating at world class level ministry. They will contend with themselves right now. And many of our churches, many of our ministries have fa- failed to get to that point. As a matter of fact, if you see a church as big as this, And you see a denomination as big as redeemed. In our generation, it's a miracle close to impossible because many of our churches and denominations cannot get to that level because it will be scattered apart. Nobody would like to be under anybody. When I read about this demon, I remember the imagery that Isaiah saw in Isaiah chapter 11, the verse number 6 to 9, which is one of my most popular scriptures. I I use that scripture to preach my love revolution message. When Isaiah saw the mountain of God, Mount Zion, he saw the the, the domain of the government of the Messiah. And he said, the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, the the calf, the young lion, the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. He said, "The cow and the bear shall feed, and their young ones shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw with the the, the, the lion shall eat straw with the ox. And then he said, the sucking child shall play on the hole of the asp." And the wind child shall put his hand on the cockatrice then. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. The earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Now watch this. The wolf shall dwell with the lamp. Wolves and lamps can stay together. You can't live with your wife. When they ask you, you say temperamental differences. <laughs> you go and break up a marriage recklessly. When they ask you, you say irreconcilable differences. And here I'm seeing a leopard and a kid lying together. A, a, a lion and a la- a lion and a lamb and i'm seeing bears and i'm seeing cows and they are in the same domain without fighting and tearing one another up now when this demon went to bring in other demons he brought demons that were more wicked than himself in the second service i'll be talking about drawing power i'll be talking about what you are able to draw in your life This demon had the capacity to draw demons that were more wicked. If they were more wicked, it means they had more authority. They had more power. Chances are it is going to serve them. But let's look at the question of space. And let's look at the issue of resources. And then let's look at the issue of authority or power. And then I'm stopping. Space. There is more than enough space for everybody. So the wolf shall dwell with the lamb and the leopard will lie down with the kid. And children can play with snakes and put their hand in the holes of snakes. Why? There is more than enough space for everybody. Some of our fighting sometimes is not necessary. Pastor Benihin can come and start a church next door. Pastor Joel Austin can come and start a church next door. In fact, that the GO can come and start a church in the Brent Cross um, shopping center, Pastor Agus' church will remain intact. Amen. Nobody will take his members. Nothing will happen to this church. What I mean is, people, what is yours is yours. This demon was so secure. If it, 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 it was so confident. He said, "You know what? I'm going to bring in seven demons who are more wicked than myself." He's bringing in people that are more powerful than himself. and he said that, "You know what? I will still secure my territory. I will secure my territory. Many of us can't dwell with anybody. Your husband can have a pretty secretary <laughs> because you think something may happen. Your wife cannot have a handsome driver. You think something may happen. You can not dwell in the same place with anybody. In the home cell, you will fight. In the choir, we fight. Among the ushering, we fight. You, You think because somebody is eating food, you are going to be hungry. But there is more than enough space for everybody. The Bible said the earth is the lost and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. He has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. Which shall ascend into the heel of the Lord? And which shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully? That is the one that will receive the blessing of the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, there is more than enough room for everybody. We are in the season of the overflow. And the overflow means what is yours is yours. What is mine is mine. I cannot take yours. You cannot take mine. And watch this. Even if I lost what is mine, it doesn't mean you will get it. So he said, I'm going to bring in seven demons. And he went and brought them and there was enough space for everybody. Enough space for him and seven other demons. So that is the space for dwelling. Resources. We are always thinking about that. If somebody gets the money, then I'm not going to get it. If somebody gets the favor, I'm not going to get it. If somebody gets the house, then I'm not going to get it. This demon is saying, you know what? I will bring these people in. There will be enough for everybody to eat, enough for everybody to wear enough beds for everybody to sleep in, and so on and so forth. Enough resources. Look at, look at small countries, very small, where the population is very little. God has a way of making everybody have enough. You go to a country like America, which is very big, and still everybody has enough. You go to Nigeria, it's big, and everybody has a place. They stay even if it's aggregate they are staying somewhere <laughs> you understand what I'm saying I mean everybody listen to me people there is enough food enough blessing enough for everybody and we should not be greedy so this demon goes and the demon says you know what I'm going to bring seven demons who are more wicked than me and they will come and dwell so you have the space you have the resources And the third thing is the authority. And I'm very interested in this authority issue because that is the most most interesting part of this description. Now, if he brings in seven demons who are more wicked than himself, that word wicked means evil. It means harmful. It also means calamitous. The demon brings in seven demons who are more harmful, more evil, more calamitous than itself. And he says, I have found a place. Come and stay here with me. Verse 25 says, He found a place swept and garnished. Now, if you ever found something good, are you going to invite people who are more anointed than you? For example, Pastor Gu has invited me to come and speak by the way Pastor Agu there's there's a man of God in Ghana who is looking for you to come and speak for him now I have been speaking for that man constantly and he now wants Pastor Agu the other day I asked Pastor Agu his height and when he mentioned it I realized he was taller than me (laughs) now this man is looking for Pastor Agu so chances are I won't tell Pastor Agu this man is looking for you because if he now gets you he may not call me again You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Pastor Agu invites me to come and speak. Then Pastor Agu says, um, you know, I, I, I need speaker so and so and so. Can you get me to talk to the person? Then I, I'm like, no. If they invite that person, they will invite me again. And then you are also sitting in the choir. You sing very well. And then there's a new singer who has come into the choir. And during the choir rehearsal, when the person sang, and raise their voice, you are like, whoa! may pastor never hear this voice. <laughs> so anytime pastor says, there is a new lady in the choir, have you tried her voice? I do no. she just had, she had, she had a flu, she, she has a flu. <laughs> you are now busy imposing flu on everybody because you feel so insecure. Now, this demon is saying, you know what, I want demons that are more wicked than myself. Let me address those of you who are always looking for smaller people around you. You're always looking for smaller people. Listen, you are more intelligent than all your friends. You are holier than all your friends. You are more prayerful than all your friends. You are more anointed than all your friends. And that's because you want to be surrounded by cheap people you can control. Even your wife, you went for somebody. Who was mentally so lower? Somebody who was anointing, wife so lower. You wanted a husband, you went for a man you could control, a man whose intelligence is not up to that level. Because you see, you always want to be in charge. But this demon said, I will bring in seven demons, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, seven. By the time you have seven demons more wicked than yourself, it's likely you will become the errand boy. They will tell you, go, and you have to go. Lay the bed, you have to lay the bed. Cook the food, you have to do it. Mop the floor, you have to do it. Clean up the windows, you have to do it. This demon said, I don't care. I don't care being the underdog. I don't care being the floor mat. I don't care being the errand boy. People can step on me they can slap me they can abuse me they can insult me listen i have only one purpose and the purpose is to destroy this man as long as i can accomplish my vision achieve my purpose fulfill my mandate i don't care let this man go down that is the most important thing i don't care if i'm the servant or not so you are going to have problem number one In terms of, when you bring in those seven demons who are more wicked than you, in terms of food, they are likely to eat more than you. Reward, they will take more of the reward. When there is the glory, they will take all the glory. Because you, though the place is your house, they will not remember they will take all the glory. People who say these seven came and killed the man and they will not mention your name. It's just like, um, what is his name? Um, Saul has killed his thousands and David has killed his ten thousands. But it was Saul who brought David. You understand what I'm saying? So they will give the glory to those seven demons and they will not give the glory to you. Finally, fatal, lethal, terminal, is that after the mission is accomplished these seven demons may take you and cast you out of the place but the demon said you know what i'm so obsessed with destroying this man the thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy i am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly ladies and gentlemen if we want the overflow if we want to get to that point we will have to stop being selfish, self-seeking, greedy, envious, wanting to do everything on your own, achieve things by yourself. And so to accomplish that, you surround yourself with small people. Small people. I just pray in the name of Jesus that in this season of the overflow, may God purify our hearts. May God purify her. He said, but if you are bitter, envying, and strive, glory not, and don't lie against the truth. Because this wisdom does not come from above. But he said, this wisdom is earthly, it is sensual, and it's devilish. A demon is showing us a way that in order to achieve things in life, we must form strategic alliances and strategic partnerships. That means you remain a separate entity as an organization. I remain separate as an organization, but we must come together in order to achieve something. I pray for our families. I pray for our businesses. I pray for our churches. I pray for the body of Christ. Truth about it is that the body of Christ is divided. Pastors preaching against one another. Churches pitched against one another. Believers are daggers drawn with one another. One of the things I have done these days is that there is so much criticisms and attacks on pastors and churches that I decided I'm not going to join the world to attack anybody called pastor, attack anybody called church. And the reason is these people, whilst we are busy fighting one another, other religions and other beliefs are taking over. The other day, I was in Turkey, and I, I was in Turkey, and I, I saw the, the the level of Islam. I'm not talking about Islam as a religion, being bad or good, but I'm just talking about the dominance of Islam in Turkey. The seven churches of Asia Minor, to whom Jesus wrote those letters, Smyrna and Pergamos, and Thyatira and Sardis, and Laodicea, and Ephesus, and, oh, and, and, and Pergamos, all of them are in Turkey. They are in more in the Turkey. I went there on a tour. I went to Israel and, and I decided to go to, through Turkey to look at these places. Then I asked somebody a question, a scholar. I said,
1: How come
2: the letters to the seven churches were in this place? The seven churches were here. How come this was one of the major places of Paul's missionary journeys? And the whole place has been taken over by Islam. Then they told me an answer. They said, Whilst the Mohammedans were busy possessing the whole world, the church was busy fighting among itself. And by the time they had finished their war against one another, Islam had taken over in Minor. I pray, may the Lord help you to stop fighting your wife in the same house because the devil will take over. Stop fighting your children. Stop fighting somebody in the department. Stop fighting one another. It will shock you that sometimes among Christians, even in the same denomination, in the same church, they cannot come together for a simple purpose. But behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The Bible said it is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down the beard, even Aaron's beard, and it runs down to the skirts of the garment. The Bible said that it is like the dew of Hermon. It is like the dew that falls upon Hermon and on Mount Sinai. And He said, for there the Lord commanded the blessing. There can be no overflow without unity. There can be no overflow without togetherness. And I pray that whilst we are believing God for the overflow, let's pull together. May May the grace of God come upon your life. And may you have the ability to draw. I want to pray for families today. There are too many divided families in the world and in the church. Families, husbands and wives, that don't flow together. There may even be a couple here today who came to church in different cars, not because they are blessed with different cars, but because they are cursed with different cars. Because there are times having two cars is a curse because it allows the division in the family to continue. So the man takes his car, he moves. The woman takes her car, she moves. One by now is sitting here. One is sitting there. I pray that God will bring us together. Lift up your hand. Worship Jesus. Pray that you will be wiser than the demon. Pray that you will be wiser than the demon. And I'm praying for somebody who may be in your extended family. There is a lot of battle and war brothers against brothers, sisters against sisters, nephews against nephews and cousins, and you are saying, listen I am going to be wiser than this, I'm going to pull in other people who carry an anointing and we are going to achieve God's purpose if you are sitting here and you are troubled about your family, because of the conflicts in the family even the extended family in your community, I want you to get up and come here quickly. Come here quickly. Let me pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Lift up your hands and speak to him. Bring your family before him. Mighty God. I bless your name Holy one I worship
1: you You are God all by yourself
2: Come on, keep praying
1: You are God all by yourself
2: Pray, speak to God
1: Age to age still the same, all, all creation shout your name, for you are God. God.
2: Somebody pray. Somebody pray for your church. Pray for the denomination. Pray for redeemed. Pray for the local assembly. Pray. Pray, Father, in the name of Jesus that we will pull together.
1: You are God of Still the same, all creation. 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 Shout your name. You are God above yourself. You are God above yourself for who you are,
2: who you are. Bless your name for who
1: you are. I worship you. I worship you. You are God by yourself. Oh, 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 oh. you are God by yourself. For who you are, who you are. I bless your name, for who you are, are. I worship you, You you are God by yourself, you are God by yourself. are God yourself. You are, God. You are God
2: yourself. Look at me. 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 Historically, biblically, experientially, one of the things the devil has always used to destroy God's people is division. So Jesus said, he that is not with me, is against me. And he that gathereth not with me, scattereth. Luke chapter 11, verse 21. Put it on the screen for me. Luke eleven twenty-one in the King James. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him. He overcometh him and taketh away from him all his armor wherein he trusteth and divideth his points. Verse 23 is interesting. He that is not with me is against me and he that gathereth not scattereth. So you want to ask yourself, the thing you do, the things you say, your actions, do they gather or they scatter? This scripture in the message translation of the Bible is very interesting. Message translation. No, not this one. Verse 23. This is war. And there is no neutral ground. If you are not on my side, you are the enemy. That means if you are in the church and you are not gathering, you are scattering. So if you are in the church for one year and you are not in the choir, you are not an usher, you are not a prayer warrior. You are not a counselor. You are doing nothing. You are the enemy. And he said, Now, this is war. You are either gathering or you are scattering. There's no neutral ground. Or oh, what are you doing in the church? I'm just an ordinary member. No, you are an enemy. This is war. And in our families, whatever we do is either gathering. Was Catherine. Yesterday I had the heartbreak of chatting with a man on phone, and you can see his family is tearing apart, and the guy hasn't got the skills, and let me call it the grace to hold it together. Father, give us wisdom above the wisdom of this demon. Above all things, give us humility in the name of Jesus. The humility that can bring in people that are stronger, people that are bigger, people that are better, people that are more righteous to live with us and for us to accomplish our mandate and to attain and achieve the overflow. Bless these lives. I see tears in the eyes of many of them. Father, heal the cracks and the wounds in their families in the name of Jesus and grant unto them perfect peace in the most holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And I want everybody to stand to your feet while these ones go back to their seat. I want Now, I want you to make sure that tomorrow night you are back in the meeting for the revival session. I will have more time. I will minister to you touch people's lives and God will do mighty things in our lives tomorrow night. But I want you to lift up your hand. Um, I don't know about redeemed, but in almost every denomination, this lesson to the demon, this lesson from the demon is needed in almost every denomination, every church, every family, every home, every business. Can we take just two minutes to pray for this church and also pray for redeemed? That you know it should be possible for strong people to come together and it should be possible for us to pull one another lift up your hands and begin to pray and after the service just look for the book get it i'll be there maybe to sign for a few people who want me to sign the book for them i'll be there to sign it for them but just pray right now that god will hold your family your ministry your business together in jesus name keep praying
0: Oh Father we bless you we bless you we bless you Sando robo jokorayekeke riende broku zakakarieta Je de de jokorayekeke riende broku nani canto robo boshte Oh we honor you, O God we glorify your name Father we thank you, Heavenly Father. We bless you, oh God. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And together we say, Amen. Amen. Go and celebrate God. Celebrate God. <laughs>
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah.